It's Thursday, the 16th of February, 2023. Welcome to The Fast Five by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. Sean, five stories in five minutes. Let's jump into story number one, a big one to kick off today. The Commonwealth Bank has posted a record half-year profit of $5.2 billion. It's upped its dividend. It's made gains in the important business lending market. But its share price tumbled yesterday. At one point, it was down 6% before closing it just a touch under $103, down 5.7% for the day. Yes, the headline numbers certainly didn't reflect what investors were thinking. It was a great result. Profit up 9%. The country's biggest bank grew both its home and business lending book. It'll pay a $2.10 fully franked dividend. That's a dividend yield of more than 4%. That's much better than a bank account, tell you that. The all-important net interest margins, the difference between what the bank pays on deposits and what it receives on loans, jumped more than 10%. But, and it's a big but, the Commonwealth Bank reckons net interest margins, that profit margins, have peaked and will start falling. That's because the bank is under intense pressure to pay more on deposits That was intensified yesterday when Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers asked the competition watchdog to look at the banks on that particular issue. Also, there's more competition in the home lending market. That's because so many people are coming off these fixed rate mortgages. They're refinancing and looking for better deals. Buying and selling stocks is about future earnings, not past. Professional investors looked beyond the big numbers. They're worried about profit margins. Hence, Commonwealth Bank share price fell 5.7%. Bad day for all the banks. Westpac and National Australia Bank were both down more than 4%. ANZ was off 3.5%. If we turn our mind to what the Commonwealth Bank thinks about the economy, boss Matt Common said there hadn't been a jump in bad debts. That's good news. But higher rates are yet to hit about one third of Commonwealth Bank's mortgage customers. He said it's clear many households are feeling the strain, but consumer demand remains resilient, albeit with pockets of weakness. And he's pretty optimistic about a soft landing for Australia, meaning a slowdown but no recession. Let's hope so. All right. On to story number two, and Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe was before Senate estimates yesterday where basically federal senators have an opportunity to grill bureaucrats. And he made it clear that the pain we're feeling right now from higher interest rates is much less than would be if inflation isn't tamed. Yeah, it's not a nice message, but it's a reality, the governor said. He was questioned by the pollies. He didn't back away from controversial issues. He said the bank's job is to contain inflation. It's unpopular, but they accept that. While interest rates are slowing the economy, inflation is still way too high. On rapidly rising rents, Lowe said they aren't because of higher interest rates, but a supply-demand imbalance fueled by insufficient dwelling construction. He's not overly worried about the wage price spiral. He doesn't think wages growth will go much beyond 4%. He also said there was a huge pool of excess savings built up during the pandemic, but the bulk was skewed towards higher-income households and people with fixed-rate loans who haven't put money aside are going to be in for a difficult time when those fixed rates become variable rates. Sean, story number three, the Reserve Bank Governor might be worried about inflation, but the message from Treasury Wine's result yesterday is that inflation be damned. Australians are happy to spend more than $30 on a bottle of wine, but it's not the case in the US. Yes, that's pretty much the story. Luxury wine sales locally have been strong, but the group's brand in the US, 19 Crimes, which of course features Snoop Dogg, the American rapper, it's really struggled. Now, Treasury makes brands including Penfolds, Wolf Blast, Winds and Pepper Jack. It's been hit hard by high tariffs from China, but it's done a pretty good job diversifying. It sells into Malaysia, Thailand, Vietnam and Singapore more now than it did before. All in all, pretty solid result. 
Sean, story number four is an absolute ripper of a story because there is a stoush unfolding between two of the nation's richest people, billionaires. Yes. Basically, yesterday Andrew Forrest came out and accused the West Australian newspaper, which is owned by Kerry Stokes' Seven Group, of biased, inflammatory and inaccurate reporting. He basically inferred that Stokes was misusing the power of his media empire. Now, according to the Financial Review, Dr. Forrest is convinced the West Australian newspaper is pursuing him after his company ordered 120 zero-emission haul trucks from a competitor to one of the seven groups companies. We're going to hear a lot more on that. Not that he's short of a dollar at the moment. Yesterday, Fortescue Metals reported their half-yearly earnings. Andrew Forrest will receive an $849 million dividend. Not bad. Mind you, less than last year, still not bad. Not too bad at all. Final story, number five, Sean, Elon Musk is back. According to a report on Bloomberg, Musk had Twitter engineers working late on Sunday to alter his social network's algorithm and prioritise his own tweets, resulting in a glut of them in users' feeds on Monday. Yes, apparently he was unhappy with the number of views of his Super Bowl tweets, according to a report in Platformer. As a result of his request, Twitter excluded Musk's tweets from filters designed to improve the quality of users' timelines and artificially boosted them by a factor of about a 1,000. There you go. Users across Twitter complained about seeing an abundance of Musk's missives on the day following the Super Bowl. His message of support for the Philadelphia Eagles got much lower engagement then US President Joe Biden, who basically said the same thing. Now, Musk has about three times more followers, nowhere near the engagement. There you go. I love that story. There we go. The top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. It's Thursday, the 16th of February, 2023. Remember to hit follow on the podcast. And if five minutes isn't enough, you can find our longer daily show called Fear and Greed, wherever you listen to podcasts. And also check out our sister podcast, How Do They Afford That? New episodes out every Wednesday this week. It's all about rebooting your household budget to help deal with rising interest rates. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was The Fast Five by Fear and Greed. Have a great day. Hold up. 